like late night style. So I was like, is there like a monologue up front? No, really? It's a late, it's late, late night style, like just with the guests. Cause you know, it's me and Jared and no one knows who we are. So we're like, yeah, no one wants to fucking hear us talk yeah. for like 10 we're minutes. We're going to tell some topical jokes or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, we do the topical stuff with you. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I was like, I have time to make a meal and eat it. And then all I had time was to make it. <laughs> you know, when you think you have time and you don't, I was like, oh, it's a grilled cheese. And then I like, yeah, so, it took forever. So you were gonna uh, eat a grilled cheese during our monologue? A hundred percent. I was like, oh, it's a late night style, so they'll probably do a monologue. <laughs> but oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I don't want it to get cold. That's for sure. There's nothing bad and cold. Cold grilled cheese it goes back to its craft single you know oh my god it's like so i do um uh purple carrot and i've been trying to cancel it but i'm too lazy to so i just like skip the week and then i forgot to skip the week and a box of food showed up and i was like fuck so i'm trying to cook it before it goes bad but it usually goes bad so they sent you uh a meal kit for a grilled cheese yeah, it's vegan, so it's, like, mozzarella, but it has artichoke and spinach in it. It's, like, honestly, like, so good, and they, like, did, like, veganaise, and they're, like, put sliced jalapenos in the veganaise, so I'm, like, it's a grilled cheese. It's fine, and then it was, like, okay, I'm, like, fucking slicing jalapenos and putting pepper in it or whatever. Uh, it's good. It's fine, because I ate one last night because my friend Jess also does it, and I went to her place, and she had it. Uh, she had it for us, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna eat this shit tomorrow. So it's fine. And I had a couple bites. It's chill. What, so what, what's it called again? Purple what? Carrot. Purple carrot. Everyone, go buy purple carrot with our coupon. Promo our promo. Our <laughs> promo code. Canceled. Canceled. <laughs> Canceled. Not. <laughs> Canceled purple carrot. Uh, how are you guys? doing great we just this is our third episode um so thank you for coming on and experiencing us rolling with the punches here of course (laughs) yeah that woman behind you that uh this she's uh my grandmother wow she's beautiful we touched on this before in previous episodes (laughs) i mean how do you not how do you not talk about it in previous episodes i know your actual place where you're at jared or is this a a, a zoom background it's a zoom background yeah i, I okay. mean I could sh- i'm not ashamed of where i am i just like it i like it makes you feel com- comfortable and, c- and calm and all that stuff so that's why yeah. I have- you uh recognize the tv show i think i do is it um man i for sure have seen it it feels like it's not run's house it's one of those is it is it like uh, fucking this guy? It's fine. Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, right. <laughs> that does kind of look like his kitchen. That's a. But I'm it's, glad it's I had not. You guess. I'm glad I had you guess because that is kind of fine. It's the kitchen from The Sopranos. I'm not. I'll do that. Joke. Yeah, exactly. I, I didn't <laughs> even when I. Yeah. I'm not a violent person. I don't like violence. I don't like it. I don't I don't either. I don't enjoy it. I don't watch violent shows either. But this is the best show on TV. But I could go I, to sleep to it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that I can't do. But I'm not into violent shows by any means. Or video games that are violent. I can't play them. 
Like, I don't know. Just too much empathy. Is it because you grew up with it that you are, like, more... Because my friend is currently watching it, and he was like, it's a lot. Like, Buffy... Buffy's, like, a fucking lot. I couldn't get into it as an adult. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Like, part of it is, like, a nostalgia thing. And I think it is a good time capsule on what 2000 was, and that's kind of the best thing about it. There's no show like that. That's cool. Buffy has a lot of different worlds and characters that I think that makes it really hard to get into. And then The Sopranos is so, the they're all so insular because it's the mob. Yeah. So I think that makes it easier. You're like, oh, well, I, I just know like each character's like background. <laughs> like, I tried getting it, into Buffy. It, it wasn't for me. Um, like I tried Angel and then I like quit because they killed off my my favorite character in like the first season. Oh no! Is that? Yeah, but I, like I said, I'm not into like violent shows to begin with. I don't even think I'd watch that. What do I watch these days? Nothing. I don't. I, I don't even turn on the TV. Are you Angel or Spike? Uh, yeah, they killed off. Oh, like who am I? I think. Yeah, I would- what, or what team are you? I don't know. I relate more to Angel because he can't have sex without becoming a dick or something. I don't remember that. that, That's his thing. Like, he turns into an evil vampire once he gets it. And I think that's, like, kind of metaphorical. That's Um, an allegory. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Wait, I think that is true. I think that is true. Like, he he's like the only vampire with a conscience or something. Was, like, in the first season of Buffy. Fucking, it was, it was the episode where they like there's like this weird computer demon writes a suicide note and then like hangs a kid and then I I was like I don't I don't need to watch this show like I was like this is (laughs) this isn't funny I know they're trying to be quirky but I was like every episode someone dies and they never react to it they're always like yeah our our principal got eaten by fucking hyenas and like they're just like keep it moving and I'm like, no, nah, like, wh- hold on. <laughs> Children are dying. <laughs> I like how they remastered the show compared to the movie. And I was thinking of doing the same thing with the movie Don't Think Twice. Like, just kind of bring out the world and, you know, make it more realistic. You know, someone dies every episode. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I would hate it. I would hate it if they, if anyone ever watched Don't Think Twice again. But like made a, a TV show, an improv TV oh, show. Oh no! No, Jared. Jared, are you being serious? Or are you trolling? I, uh, I mean, I, I would watch it, but yeah, I think I am trolling. But I think it's like I don't know if there are any ne- network executives watching. I have a TV pitch for you, and it's you know. I think Glow would book it though. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, an improv would TV show would be interesting. I think that we would need like ten years from now maybe an improv tv show like pose kind of what would it be set in i don't now. know when we started it'd be now so it would it, it would wouldn't be, be in present day i it would start when i started improv yeah so maybe, exactly like in twenty, like not, even before i started improv maybe in like when like but the thing about it is is that those people are all white so in like the heyday where everyone it was like better when like Chris Gethard was there. Yeah. 
maybe but they're all white people and they're all like bitter and gross now Wait, i'm gonna I take a bite the, of my sandwich i think yeah yeah i'm gonna go off for a second i think the first two years of the show should be all white people and then the you know I don't make me say it should just start arriving and like and then all the white people are like, don't huh? make you say what don't make you say what people of color i feel weird saying that i don't know why i'm not i'm not am i supposed to not I feel weird saying that, just like, you know, how in the 90s people felt weird saying black. Like, I just don't know what to say. And so then I say them, and then I sound even weirder. Like, I just don't know how to acknowledge it. Like, What it just, scares you about the word people of color, about that phrase? Because then it implies that there are people of non-color. I don't know. You know, and what I, I it's just, yeah, these are... Uh, these are very cancelable, cancelable topics that we're talking about, right? Now. <laughs> I can go into, but I haven't like thought it through. But I will say that it's like a hard thing to wrap my head around. Yeah, uh, you saying uh, then all the like, others show up. Yeah, <laughs> the <laughs> others. Well, like, Definitely you know, not that word. Well, they <laughs> call them that on Lost. If you ever watch Lost, they call them the others. So I'm just saying that's what the TV show framework is is the other I never watched Lost, so I don't know if you're referring to people of color or if you're referring okay. to, like, another group that is on another, the island. Another tribe on the island. They called them the others, I believe. I uh, didn't watch Lost, but I did watch Once Upon a Time, and I do think it's the same creators. Uh, and Once Upon a Time is the best show ever. It is. Let's talk about The Sopranos. We're going to talk about fucking Once Upon a Time. <laughs> a little kid who gets a storybook and is like, I think this is my life. And his mom is the evil queen and uh, everyone in it is called Storybrook and everyone who lives in the town is like a character in Disney. And he's like trying to make them remember that they're Disney characters. And at the end of the first season, they remember that they're like grumpy and uh, Prince Charming and Snow White. <laughs> and then it's six more seasons of fucking nonsense. It's so good. This it's is not live action. Oh, it's live action. Yes. Oh wow! Yeah, sounds really fun. What's what's she talking about? Right? She's off in the background. It's not important. <laughs> I want to get. I want to get back to this improv TV show that like is like biographical <laughs> sort of. I mean, that's one perspective. I would like to hear your early perspective of like how would you market it as a TV show? It would just be about like trying to get up in the ranks with all these like snobby yuppie bougie ass white people even though gethard's not bougie in any way like there's different white people just like there are different people of i can't say it won't say it i'm not gonna say it. not on my own show i won't say I don't, it. i think i what's more interesting to me is that you're scared of saying it because it's just di like it's just a way of like highlighting differences and i think yeah. highlighting differences is important especially when they're often ignored so yeah, like i say people of difference i don't know no because it's not it's we're people of color we have uh color on our like we're we are mm -hmm. not white uh yeah i don't know we're getting into this right off the bat <laughs> what i'm glad we're getting into this right off the bat because i need to learn to grow and i'm like kind of the representative for all the people of non-color at the end this moment of time, I'm like kind of like Lena Dunham, you know, I'm the voice. Yeah, of but that's a, pr a problem because it feels like you're making the issue about yourself and you're kind of like centering yourself in it, which is like, 
it's like uh we all have to stop and be like why can't jared say people of color and it's like just yeah. get over it because there's bigger issues in the world i know it's I the classic white fable fish. what the hell Allie? where are you what's going on why are you are you i think your mic went out your mic is lower yeah huge like, yeah. well can you guys hear me now yeah even better than before okay great yeah. You're, you're like the, the Verizon guy. <laughs> Worst. Uh, yeah. So sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. It's fine. let's just pretend to start over again. Well, I want to hear. I so I want to know Glow's pitch on this of um, improv. Show. Improv a TV show. So it would have to be about like a struggling actor slash comedian, right? It it it. I, there has to be something other than improv. Because I like crashing was pretty interesting. It was bad. The premise was good though, but the show didn't actually like, live up to the hype. Yeah. But like it was like he's sleeping on people's couches and they're all famous comedians and like you got to explore it that way. But maybe it'd be centered around an improv troupe. It would be about getting into the cool troupe like the outsiders and then forming your own troupe because those people are assholes, at least my per perspective. But I'm down to, yeah, you got to widen your scope. It can't just be about like, I'm taking my first 101 today and then just like going through your 101. Like that's shit. That's, that's shitty. Like. Yeah. I mean, I kind of, so I think that is what Don't Think Twice did well, where it's like, this is about an established improv group at their like, breaking points because I do think that's like the most interesting part of improv but also showcasing the magic of improv of like well, that's where I can test where it doesn't do well because yeah great that they're the only game in town I want a world where everybody's the game in town like that's that's what was frustrating to me that they were the only people if you want to see a show you'd have to watch them do three sets in a night and that they were kind of getting noticed and stuff but not like, that's not really what it was for any of us in 2014 and on. Like, it was just putting up all these shows and kind of falling through the cracks. And then you'd see people and you'd never see them again or they'd become something. And then, then you realize they had rich parents. Like, that sort of thing. But I, I mean, for sure, the rich parents. Well. Yeah, that's where <laughs> Jumping Twice nailed it at the very end. But we can move on. We've spent so much time on that. <laughs> The rich parent thing is interesting. It's crazy just in the industry in general, like outside of improv, just any art form. Most artists have rich parents. Look and at, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. It's so expensive yeah. to be in this industry, like to get the headshots, like do like to do it like nicely, like yeah. to have yeah. nice headshots to like, and have that update updated, like to maintain like, I don't know if you're doing like I did like a one-on-one -on -one class like the other day like those things like really add up if you're well, like just starting yeah someone like Balthazar Getty who is like the heir to the Getty fortune like people think he's just some 45 year old DJ no he's a billionaire and also an actor who's been in David Lynch shit because they want billionaire kids and, sh and stuff just because they can afford it they know billionaire kids, right? So it's like, oh, fucking little billionaire kid here. I don't know. They pay their way in, but uh, it's like, it's. It, I used to think, oh, billionaire kids from NYU, like they're the ones. No, it's really even the, they're, they're, they don't match up compared to these billionaire kids. It's also interesting because it's like, they are technically struggling because they have like an allowance and they have like, I don't know. It does feel like to them is a struggle. I, I, I really, really think 
I mean, there's people that we know that I hate with a living, with like a burning passion because their struggle is so relatable in a way that like actual poverty isn't. Like actual poverty makes you uncomfortable and makes your skin crawl. I've talked about in the last podcast I did, I talked about this too, uh, which it feels like that's all I talked about. Um, but... No way. We want, we want new stuff. We can do repeats. In case <laughs> no. I want to hear it. Yeah. But it does feel like actual poverty is, is gross and kind of weird and like really sad and like a cute, like I'm struggling. Look at me. Uh, everyone's like, yeah, I struggled like that. And so it, they're like more relatable and they can make movie. Like, I don't know. I like the inadequacies I would feel when I was younger at being like, these people are supposed to be poor, but Lizzie McGuire's house was so big. Yeah. Uh. Elizabeth was, McGuire's house was so big and she got to do so much shit. <laughs> I was like, I could never do this. I like, also her parents both like worked from home somehow. Yeah. Like, they were they always were, home. Yeah, they were always home and they could afford that house. I'm kind of like the Gordo to Allie's Lizzie McGuire, if you think about it. So I relate to the show, but I, yeah, it breaks my heart that in the American culture, we've always like been like, oh, look at all this great big stuff that no one else has like in the media. I wish it were more like everybody hates Chris or Malcolm in the Middle or something like that. Like, yeah. From the get-go. Like, uh, and like Roseanne, which RIP, she's also been canceled. Oh but yeah, like... she's our, our thumbnail on our site. Like, yeah. Oh, is she? Eyes being blurred out. Our I mean... <laughs> Uh, Roseanne, uh, I remember there was an episode where her boss was, like, a teenager, and she was like, oh, your brother, um, and it was, like, really annoying, mm-hmm. uh, and that's, like, very relatable, because I remember, like, my first job, I worked with a ton of, like, retired people that, like, I worked at SeaWorld Orlando, best job I've ever had, um, but it was, like, you know, I worked with a bunch of retired people that were, like, I'm bored, or I'm broke, uh, so I have to keep working. One of my coworkers died because she was old. She right. died of like old age. You should write the next great American Roseanne. Like I think if anyone could has the window in, it might be you. I mean, it'd be it'd be like about a Latinx experience. Absolutely though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, have you God. seen One Day at a Time? That feels like a Latin American. One Day at a Time is pretty good. Is One Day at a Time based on the One Day at a Time from like the seventies? Yeah, I think so. I think okay. it's like a, an updated version of it that's like a Cuban-American family. And I don't know about the 70s one, but she's like a single mom and like she lives with her mother and they're like broke. And they have this like Jewish, like this rich Jewish uh, like landlord and he's like the, the silly white guy or whatever. It's Is he fun. creepy? He's not. He's he He's just like a hot white guy who's like always dating, but he's sober. And I don't know. It's like that's good. so fun. The one in the seventies. I think it's, I think it's more of a sitcom. Like, it's a corny as sitcom, but like, it's definitely single mom, two daughters, and I think they have a creepy super, who's like oh. always like coming over. I think like that used to be like a thing people used to make fun of, like that he was like trying to like creep on this like family of women. <laughs> Oh, that he was trying to fuck them? Oh, yeah. that's crazy. No, he's not trying to fuck them at all. He is always over. There's, like, uh, in one of the first few episodes, because I'm making my mom watch it, um, 
and like if you listen to this dub in Spanish, they do their own dubs, like the two main like the mom and the the grandma, which I think is super cool. Uh, but he there's like a scene where he's like checked the water the water pressure is good, took a shower, and he's like walking around in a towel. You know, like that kind of, <laughs> those antics, uh, but it's pretty fun. It's cool. I, I really, it's one of the, a, a good, like, we're poor. We can't afford these things kind yeah. of show. It is yeah. a little heavy handed when it comes to talking about, like, uh, like politics. There's like a whole episode on mansplaining. <laughs> <laughs> Have you watched really great, uh, that party of five or something? It's not the show. It's not the white people show. There's like a Hulu show called like party at five or party of five or something. And it is heavy handed political, but I don't oh, know. Yeah, they don't die. They get deported. Yes. There. Thank you. And I tried watching it. I turned it off immediately, but someone else might like it. <laughs> what do you like, Jared? If you don't like violence and you don't like corny. I'll, I'll, like, put on a reality show in the background, but I don't even like that. Like, um, yeah, I mean, it's got to be, like, the right narrative for me. Like, I, I liked you. I didn't watch the second season of it because, you know, Chris D'Elia uh, canceled. No, that's not why. I would have watched it. Actually, I was I'm bummed when I heard that. I was like, damn it, I was going to watch it. But it's, I still can. But, uh, yeah, I like a good narrative, but it's got to be the right one. It's got to be. And most narratives seem to fall apart. Like, even in season one of you, it just got a little crazy. It went to crazy town. Like It went to crazy town. That's why I stopped watching it, where it was like he had the dead body in the car, and like, he stopped by to say hi to her. Yeah, and exactly. they were like, we need a ride. I was like, this isn't a romp. And he I'm gets not watching this for a romp. This isn't a comedy <laughs> What are you doing? This is, what is this weird romp you're doing? I like truly turned it off if before it the end silly, of the episode. If it gets silly, I'm out, which is weird because I'm like a, such a silly guy. You know, I, I used to really like watching SNL. That was like a, a show I'd watch all the time, but now you can't really watch new episodes because they're in Zoom and who watches Zoom shows? Yeah, I mean, it's, I stopped watching stuff entirely. I'll watch like old stuff maybe, like stuff I've seen before, which is bad. I don't think I'd do that either. I'll have to get back to you on that. Maybe it'll pop into my head. But I, yeah, I, and that's hard because that means you have nothing to talk about because you're not inspired by anything. And there's nothing really inspirational around. You mentioned your mom. Is your mom still in town? She's still in town. She's supposed to leave Friday. Is she with you now? No, no, no. I sent her away. She's at her oh, friend's house. Okay. <laughs> I, I was like, I have therapy, and then I'm going to record a podcast, so maybe... And she was like, yeah, I'll go to my friend's house. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Wait, is your mom staying on your couch? Yeah. Oh, like, for real, you're not just, like, putting me on? Like, how are your roommates handling that? I live alone. I live in a studio. How is that possible? So you probably have a better job than all of us. Well, then again, we are all unemployed. That's for sure. Um, it's possible because I've lived in this apartment for eight years. So the rent is $1,000. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that's probably it. Where do you live in, like, up by Rikers Island? Like, Yeah, where? I live in Rikers Island. <laughs> yeah, are, you live on Rikers, yeah. I live on Rikers, yeah. I, I live in Washington Heights. Oh, yeah. It's a nice place. It's, like, it's more of a one-bedroom, though. There's, like, this fake wall here that's, oh, like, okay. not... And then, so... Like, I can close the curtain, um, and it's, like, a one-bedroom, but it's, it's like, you know, it's a studio. It's, like, it's like a, a, a pretty cool studio. If I was your mother, I'd never leave. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, that's her, that's her goal. 
and I, we can't have that. I yeah. remember coming over once and then like your mom was coming over the next day and you gave me all your weed because you said your mom was going to, you knew your mom was going to clean and find it. Oh my God. That's so funny. I did do that. Now I'm just like, especially during quarantine, uh, my leader's like one of my cousin's mom got COVID. So we were like FaceTiming a lot on fucking WhatsApp because we're obsessed. And it was like, I was like, I'm smoking weed in front of my mom. Like, I'm not gonna, I can't hide it. Yeah. I'm anxious. Someone has COVID. Her husband's in the hospital. Like, Things are not looking well for my family. Like, I'm going to be smoking weed in front of her. So now I'm just like, this is what I do. Like, sorry. Like, not even sorry. She just has to deal with it. I'm like, I just turned 30. I smoke weed. I know. Like, what do you want? So things have changed. Yeah, eventually you're going to have to come out to your parents, Allie. I, well, I'm actually, so I've decided to give it a break. I'm going to try. No. I'm trying to try for like six weeks because I wanted to know what it's like without it in my system. You know, it's been like, hey, like 13 years of smoking. Yeah, yeah but didn't you, <laughs> so, give it a like, you gave it a break when you went to Amsterdam? I don't know if you know that. I don't know if you remember. I, didn't, I definitely didn't give it a break when I went to Amsterdam. No, but before you went, you were like, I'm going to detox before this trip. I did three weeks, but that was so long. That I, like, was like... I, I yeah I just got on antidepressants a week and a half ago and I've been like not smoking as much because I do think it kind of fucks with it a little bit like I smoked last night and I woke up super groggy today yeah. and like my weed hangovers have been worse than ever and I don't know how to fix it I know how and I figured it out you just gotta smoke not as much you gotta smoke out of like a one hitter or something and then but you're talking to a guy who literally rolled out of bed before this because he smoked too much because yeah. I then kept packing the one hitter like a fucking yeah. just, like, one hit. So you, yeah, it's very hard to titrate, but that is the secret is you can't smoke too much. And, mm -hmm. and also, I think the anxiety is a good thing because it means you're thinking too much. There's nothing wrong with thinking and being paranoid. It's just let the let the thoughts come. Like, I disagree. I that is unhealthy. I know. I disagree. I've been. I you gotta like, face your demons. You can't. It's turn not your like I hear a little noise now and I get a little spooked. It's like now I'm starting to like start thinking about bad childhood memories from exactly. like elementary you're school. Like you're, you're, you're processing them. You're finally processing that information and letting it go. I think that's that's why. I, I think. I mean, I've sort. I've worked through it in therapy like years ago, and now it's like coming back, and I'm like not it's not normal <laughs> like, yeah with weed I get like it's I've really learned how to tell myself like these are just thoughts they're just thoughts I'm just having thoughts they're not fact they're not they're not like a thing they're just thoughts and like I think making them just a thought helps like but sometimes I get in like you're dumb like that thing you said today was so stupid I can't believe you said that and I get yes. like super like hot like shame like yeah. red hot shame that like my body that. tingles i think yeah. about like why are you alive you should be embarrassed for everything you do all the time 24 7 and i think it's a good thing to have that sort of self-awareness no. <laughs> it's not a good thing jared jared it's that's not. not a good thing you don't that's deserve not. that i think you, you we all deserve that you know i'm no, glad you shut your own punishment to become a better person um wow. so we have we have yeah. justin perez in the waiting room right now 
Glo, do you want to stay on for our next guest? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Wow. Oh, nice shirt. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I stole it from a fisherman. Wow. A fisherman? <laughs> from yeah. Vineyard Vines? What kind of yes. fisherman would go out fishing on that shirt? Uh, a guy who hates women, I guess. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in hot. <laughs> what? Uh, this is a, no, I'm kidding. So I, you stole this from a a fisherman that hates women? No, no. I because someone said uh, vineyard vines, and I always think guys who wear vineyard vines are the biggest douchebags. So I just assumed if I stole this from that guy, he hates women. I gotta look up vineyard vines. It's true. Jared, you would probably really like wearing vineyard vines. I know no, I have like no style. I'm like a girl with a dead mother. Like I had no idea of concept <laughs> fashion. Like, a, like that's, that's so what I would, funny. Yeah. That's a really good joke. I hate that. That's a really good joke. No, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's like, I'm like a girl mother. with a dead mother. It's so funny because girls with dead mothers for sure like would not know how to do their hair. They just like we were like, girl, let's go. I'll teach you. Mm-hmm. I'll teach you, girl. Let's do it. Like, <laughs> I still, I don't know how to shave. Like I, if you look at pictures of me clean shaven from 2010, I have like a line of hair right along here from like just not knowing how to shave. Like, I but don't your know. father's alive. Yeah, he is. He just, you know, he's uh, he's a busy man. <laughs> that's that's the issue. Yeah, we don't have to get into that though. Um, what we do have to get into. Oh. Is you, you see this uh, picture floating around of uh, Chris uh, Evans? Yeah. Yeah. His dick? And if you did, do you have it? Because I didn't get to see it. Yeah. Uh, there was a picture. I saw it online. Ooh, really? I thought uh, it was impossible to find because, like, the internet was like, no, we don't want to see that. Who wants to see a dick? Like, you know, because of sexism and all that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like uh, this privacy thing, right? It was like... We don't want to invade his privacy, but he posted it accidentally, but he posted it, right? I did see it when I got on Twitter. It was, like, there. But it was... It's so it was, like, camera... Oh, yeah, sorry, go on. It was his, it was his camera roll. It was his camera roll, and I saw Chris Evans was trending. I clicked, and then I saw it. So, okay, so it was a camera roll, and there's, like, a bunch of pictures, and then there's a video of a dick, and the angle is, like, you can see his legs and, like, the top <laughs> of the dick. So you can't see like the full dick. You can't like see the balls, but it's kind of like the if these are the legs, you see like the dick laying like this or whatever, and it's erect. Oh. And it's a video, so but we uh, couldn't see the whole video. God. That's not good. If, if I'm ever gonna, if, if you ever want to leak my pictures, also they're in a hidden folder. But yeah, if you ever want to hack me, uh, yeah, I always put it in pieces. Don't show the full thing. Either do the top do the bottom. I don't know. I'm just saying, leave a little something in the imagination. Uh, yeah, Which is what him. he did, because you don't see the whole dick. You don't know how big that thing oh, actually okay. is. Oh, okay. Well, then that's smart. That's what you want to do. Like, yeah, all right. So he's no longer canceled in my eyes. That's well, I cool. heard he uses this... Um, I Well, now I'm learning it's a video. I thought it was a picture, but I heard he uses the same one for, like, every it's chick he's, like, hooking up with. Like, for years, he's just... Oh, that's it. fucked. That's this weird. Oh, like, like the greatest hits. Like this is my greatest hit. This is the yes. best angle of my dick. Is there a better like like uh, this is more of a question for the ladies? Is there an angle of a dick that women like if they do like an angle of a dick? None of them. No <laughs> angles. 
Donovan. Um, no, I've never inside ever, me. Like, <laughs> I like any dick pic only, but like even if it's like super, you know, like if it's like black and white and like beautiful, you know, like in angles, even those, I'm like, okay, this is beautiful art. I've never looked at a dick and been like, ooh, baby, yum, yum, yum. Like I just <laughs> never crossed my mind. Yeah. I I think it's more interesting, like if you get a dick pic for me, I'm like, oh, so you're hard right now is more of like what is interesting to me. You know what I'm saying? It's like yes. right now we're sexting and you are turned on and that makes me feel good. But like just Even if it's dick, the grossest, grainiest, darkest, like Yeah, it's like this is you right now, like in this moment, that's <laughs> nice. It's gross think, and great. Yeah. I think you should like in order to not have the Chris Evans thing where he's like reusing these dick pics, you should have like today's newspaper underneath yeah, your dick. That's a good one. And just, yes. <laughs> just have it there. You're a tough girlfriend, I would say, like demanding, oh, I only want the new stuff. Like, baby, I got to stop every 10 seconds, like texting you to yeah. like get into the mode. A hundred percent. If we're sexting, you better be like sexting. I, yeah. I've gotten like, I was one time texting a guy and this is like back in my days when I was crazy. But I was texting this guy on, not crazy, like, not judgment. For me, it was crazy. Uh, on OkCupid, I was texting this guy. And then, like, like a week later, he sent me the same picture. And I was like, I don't want, I don't want the same picture. And the thing is, like, you don't know this because you're texting so many girls that you texted me the picture again. So it's like, it, it just, like, so, yeah, I want fresh dick pics, you know? I want new, current, fresh. Yeah, today. yeah. Oh, it's so, so tiring. It's so much to ask. You have to love. I don't even know if I'm getting not another teen movie or, uh, what is it, yeah. Captain America? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Did you guys see Chris Evans uh, in this interview? Like, he, like, looked at this girl and was like, oh, man, I almost wore those boots today. And then he, like, looks her up and down. And then he's like, like flirting with her so hard you guys gotta find this video it's uncomfortable he's just like he like looks up real quick like he's like looking down and he looks her in the eyes and like giggles and he's like uh gotta guess I gotta go home and change my boots and it was just like so like oh this guy's turned on and it's crazy is he married at all or no, no. guy. oh then that's gonna be a problem you know eventually we're gonna find out some more stuff that's unsettling no offense to unmarried guys because i want to be one of those for a long time i, I follow a instagram celebrity gossip instagram account called do moy and it's just this person just reposts like anything that gets messaged or like she has a disclaimer that like she none it's fact check she just like posts whatever people send to her and so when the Chris Evans thing came out, someone mentioned that he might be into like sex dungeons. Not, I don't want to like kink shame or anything, but. What's, yeah, and what is wrong with being into dungeon stuff? Like, I just personally don't know why anyone would be a submissive because you're getting hurt all the time. <laughs> I just like, I'm like, no, I'm like, well, hey, there's a level to it. There's a level to it, and it's for sure consensual. And you, if you're a sub, it's more like, uh, I mean, I get it. I get, I get both sides. Uh, We're gonna find out that Chris Evans is into waterboarding chicks. I mean, <laughs> I waterboard. He's Captain Chris America. Evans. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Would you get if if he, Chris Evans was into you? Would you let him waterboard you? 
I would waterboard him. I think it's weird. I, I don't think I'd ever be a sub. I mean, listen, yeah, y'all, no. I'm not, I don't do this stuff. So, but I don't think I'd ever be a sub for, not that it's bad. I just haven't done it yet. I feel like I would do it one day. I would let, I would not let a white man waterboard me, but if I were to waterboard a white man, I could do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it has yeah. to be, I can't, I couldn't do that. Uh, but there no. is something about it that I'm like, I would, that would be fun to like get tied up somehow. Not me though, but then again, we all live in New York, so we're used to taking it up the butt. Hey. <laughs> Is that what you think waterboarding is? Yeah, what? Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. It's a day. That's what they were doing in Guantanamo, man. They were taking yeah. it up the butt. Oh, yeah, hey, ready. man. Uh, you you want to waterboard each other in a couple minutes? <laughs> oh, God. I mean, would that, yeah, that is kind of more appealing, getting it in the butt than in the face. That's for sure. You can't suffocate through your butt, right? Um, you know, yeah. waterboarding is like dropping water on some, or is it dunking someone in water and taking them out? You, you you cover their face and nose, like their nose and mouth, kind of like a face mask situation, yep. and they're laying back, and then you pour water over their mouth, and it feel it it feels like the sensation of drowning. That's what it feels like wearing a CV mask in this day and age. Uh, Jared was so tame until Justin got here. I, I'm so sorry, guys. Uh, I'll try to get it back on board. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, what were you guys talking about before? Uh, an improv movie. What would an yeah, improv movie God. look like? How would you pitch an improv movie? Uh, all right, guys. We start out with $10 million. We, we lose $12 million. Are you in? <laughs> That's pretty good. That's really good. Yeah. That's really good. Wait, what about... Thank you. Um, you think you think a million dollars is cool? How about ten dollars? How about ten million in losses? <laughs> I I mean it, there's been one successful movie about improv, but there's never been a movie fully improvised that's done well, right? Uh, I would say Seth Meyers made a movie that was supposed to look like it was improv called See This Movie. It's like it made in like the early 2000s. It's really good. It's about a guy who was sneaking into a film festival and he was like, I have a movie and he never makes the movie. And in the end, the movie is that movie. And it's ah. like, I'm not, I'm surprised Seth Meyers isn't in more movies. Like, I love Seth Meyers. Yeah. And I would say that I would let Seth Meyers waterboard me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one white guy like I would let I really really like Seth Myers. um I think he's I think his show's really good and uh co-op the musical that he co-wrote with John Mulaney is my favorite piece of comedy then you gotta look up this film I think you'd really like it if there's anything to take away from this podcast is see this movie <laughs> what is it what is the movie called it's, it's called that it's called see this movie See this movie, or you can just Google IMDb. But it's—I'm sure there's other people in it who are like unknowns at the time. But this was like—I saw it in 2005. I'm surprised it's not like a bigger deal. Yeah, because it's like it's shot in the style of like The Office too. Like The Office was like, you know, using improv. I think that's my biggest problem with it is that people just wanted to get together and just do practice like bullshit heralds or whatever. Um, I think you should we should use it as a tool to put on actual shows that are like two acts that kind of have structure, but improvised within. But I, I'm getting too into the weeds here. I'd rather not talk about that. I'd rather talk about, there's a new show out. Um, well, it's not a new show. Uh, did you hear about this guy, Jerry, who uh, is in trouble for pedophilia? Yeah. yeah. On, on Jerry. Jerry Harris. 
Yeah. Well, where? So From good. where? There's no. I. Uh, you guys haven't watched Cheer? Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He solicited underage gal, or or maybe guys. it was like a or boys. Oh, up until oh. this very moment, I thought Cheer and Cuties were the same thing. I did not know there were two shows about cheerleading. Cuties, cuties is not about cheerleading. Wait, I didn't know Cuties wasn't about cheerleading. Then what they're, is it about? Are they they're dancers? What? Oh, okay. But they just like, have yeah. So it, I think it's about like being twelve years old and like being sexy when you're twelve. <laughs> I think that's what the whole point of the movie is. Uh, <laughs> it's like about these twelve year old girls who are sexy and do sexy things. And uh, it's like the person who wrote it and directed it was like, yeah, I was like a sexy twelve year old, and I wanted to make a movie about it. And it's like, and I say the word sexy awfully but I think it was that like it was like yeah there was like inappropriateness happening when I was younger and it's like trying to highlight how dangerous it is to be a young girl or like to be a young kid who like is like I want to be sexy but like doesn't really understand it and it's supposed to be about the dangers but the problem is that they actually use 12 year olds and they made them do like sexy dancer things and it's like hey let's not sexualize these kids I know you want to tell this story but why are you putting these kids in these like you're doing what you are like warning against to these kids so it doesn't actually make sense uh and I think that's the whole controversy with cuties I have a theory what if Trump rolls back the age of consent and then you have all these like 14 year old girls like running after these like 35 year old men because they want to get out of the house and get taken on yachts and stuff like what if that's <laughs> that happens in 20 <laughs> in 2020 i feel like it would absolutely happen that would absolutely happen like yeah. think immediately that's i was where we're at. i think that's where we're at but i think that's where we've always been at like i think what if i remember like being in high school and like not knowing like, I remember being in high school being like, I'm fat, no one wants to date me. And like another fat woman being like, another fat girl, she was a kid, she was like 15, being like, oh, you should, oh my God, what did I do? I. Uh, we're still, we should still You're still there. It. Yeah, but. Sorry, I I touched my AirPods and uh, a video started playing. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> they <laughs> sucked. Uh, yeah, we saw it. It was two girls, one cup. Why is that just sitting on your computer? It's just a good video. It's a good Too late. Video. I like the, the cinematography, Justin. Okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. I had that in, in the YouTube version. That that <laughs> like. But I, she was like, oh, if you want to date men, you should date, like, older men. Like, my boyfriend's 24. And I remember thinking, like, that's not right. Ugh. back then but I was like she has she has a right because I was 15 I was like, she has a right to do whatever she wants and now I'm like oh no that girl like poor girl she was like fucking this older no, guy but I don't think kids actually know how fucked up it is because when you're a kid you want to be an adult no. and you want to feel like an adult so I do think that there's girls who like want to feel that way I don't know it could still happen. I I mean, I'm of the belief, because you see like 20-something-year-olds dating like 14-year-olds. I think that's wrong. However, I think it's it's only right if the guy signs on for like at least three years and he really loves her. As long as he really loves her, sure. But I think it's wrong like if that, to let like, you know, 20-year-olds groom 
like twins. I think that's completely wrong, but there's something kind of romantic about that. Like we were talking about Lizzie McGuire earlier. Wasn't that Ethan Kraft guy a foot taller than her? And we all kind of wanted that to happen. You were her age. They were the same age. Like, what? Paolo, though. Paolo is questionable. Yeah. Paolo is questionable. Yeah. Oh, that, that is interesting. I don't think I mean, he's her age, but maybe he is. I don't. It's different in, in the European countries. She might mention his age, actually, in the movie. Yeah. I think yeah. I have to research this. I know. Yeah. <laughs> there is also, like, I read the thing with jeffrey ross and like i read that whole piece oh, yeah and like when she first came out with the story about jeffrey ross she was like i don't feel bad about it and then like a few years later she was like i feel so bad about it that was really bad why did that happen why did everyone let this happen to me that's not okay and i it's i do think like it's fucked up it's fucked up i think the older you get the more you're like hey this is fucked up and this shouldn't be happening to kids but and to like, be devil's advocate here, he is a comedian, and comedians have the minds of like children, and they look kind of <laughs> cute together in the photo. Like, not gonna lie, I know it's terrible. I wish that it didn't happen, but I don't know who he could have dated. Like, Jeffrey. Oh, so you're saying Jeffrey, all he had available were impressionable, yeah, fifteen-year-olds. Yeah. So in yes. your mind, this is like a special needs kid. Yeah. And you're like, he has to just date what he can or something? <laughs> yeah, crazy. see, that's like one way to look at it. Exactly. Jared, you're putting Jeffrey Ross above a woman, above someone who experienced, like, Well, I want to know what he did that was so bad. If he's, like, a gentleman about it, like, I don't, I don't know if Jerry Seinfeld was a gentleman either, but you can't, like, speculate, but I want to Did you read the post? He wasn't, uh, like, a gentleman about it. He was kind of a dick to her. He didn't bring her, like, flowers and, like, you know, take her out to movies and stuff. Like, if he's treating it like a Tinder date, yeah, lock him up. But if he's, like, showing that he really cares and that he's so lucky to have her, then, you know, I'm sorry. My hands are tied. Uh, so this is going to the FBI. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, I didn't do anything. I'm just, uh, I mean, and I'm not a lawyer or anything either yet, but maybe I can be. If this, if this takes off, if this podcast takes off and he's absolved and he listens to this and he's like, Jared, you should come on my show, then great. I will go to law school. I think the issue is that it's like this, wait, it, it's like the issue is like, can she actually make these decisions as a kid we all to like be dating? We've all kissed people where like, oh, I shouldn't have kissed that person. I'm just saying, you know, and I get it. We all have these things that circulate our mind, especially when we're smoking weed. We're like, oh, I shouldn't have sucked that guy's dick or I shouldn't have like, I know, I know I didn't, but I should. Yeah. Like for me, it's like, oh, I shouldn't have went to that lady's dungeon, uh, like studio apartment. Like we all have these regrets that circulate through our head. Why should it be any different? Uh, because just, you, you threw power. a lot of shit against the wall. Uh, have you ever sp spoken to like a sixteen-year-old in the last like three years of your life? It's uh, it's it's like exhausting. They're like very dumb, uh, and some of them are super mature and super smart. But for the most part, it's like weird to even speak to them in a non-sexual way. <laughs> so, sort of imagining myself at like twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five. Even speaking to a sixteen-year-old is like horrifying to me, because oh, I, Jeffrey Ross was in his thirties. Yeah, e e even worse, even worse. So I. I so it's like point. yeah, if you speak to, even on TikTok, I watch these TikToks and people are like, oh, these kids are so hot, and I'm like, are they though? I are they? I find myself like, this is disturbing, but like I'll be on TikTok and then like, 
I'll start getting in my head about like what my body looks like. And I'm watching literally a 15 year old dancing. And I'm like, don't put it together that this is a 15 year old. Instead, I'm like, wow, that's my, my thin spo, like just like fucked up thoughts like that. I'm like, no, you can't be that thin. You're not, you're 30. You're not 15. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, being thin isn't always the best thing. Like it doesn't look very healthy, I would say. Well, Uh, I'm just saying it's a child in skinly clad, like clothes that like I should be wearing because I'm of age and I'm, you know, my own person, but I mean, I also think it's okay for kids to dress like that and to, like, be sexy with themselves. I do think, like, when you're 15, you do, you're, like, fucking a horny kid. I was a horny ass kid. Yeah. So it's, like, if they're horny with each other and they're experimenting with each other and they're making mistakes with each other, that's fine. But we do need to teach what consent is and what, like, do, and, like, what, like, I think that's the main issue is, like, we're not teaching kids consent and we're not teaching them, like, safe ways to have sex and experiment with each other and i think we should yeah. teach consent but we should also um roll back the statutes or whatever i don't know i'm getting i don't i don't Jared, do you really <laughs> think that no he doesn't no. think that Jared, you don't really think this do you honestly i don't think children are very attractive to tell you the truth they're very into themselves i don't think i could keep up physically like they would just be like come on make me come i want to go again again and I just don't think it could happen for me. Also, yeah, I just, I, I'm not into, like, baby butts either. They got, like, little asses that could fit in your hand, and that just grosses me out. I don't think I could finish. I think it, the, the problem is that, like, I don't think these guys that are fucking kids can make them come, but the kids don't know how to come yet. You, like, learn yeah. how to come. I know, First that's the time, problem. Yeah. Um, you know, so that... Yeah. Like, when you're young, you don't really learn. Like, I didn't come until I was, like, 31. You know what I mean? Because I, I just didn't know how to, like, bring myself to orgasm. So I get it. You know? <laughs> I don't know. To me. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. I haven't come yet. I'm 30. I've never come. Oh, so. uh, next year. Next year. <laughs> next, year. next year. For most people, yeah. Yeah, what's the longest you've gone through quarantine without, you know, doing the deed, as we call it? Sex? Uh, no, um, even finishing, you know? What's the longest you've gone without even jerking off? Like, what's the time spacing? Like, three days? Justin, I think this question's for you. Oh, for me? No, I don't care. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm an old man. I'm 37, so I, I got to, uh, oh, yeah. I think, four days, maybe? Yeah, four days. That's pretty good. Four days with not. Yeah, and that's how when you I get. Was in, yeah. In 2004, I was uh, 21 or whatever, and I was at a summer camp teaching, and I was away in the Sierra Nevada mountains, and that was the longest I ever went without sex or jerking off, and I had my first ever wet dream. Oh my god. <laughs> that's the only time I've had a wet dream was for the two months I didn't have sex. I know a guy who has them every month because he doesn't do it. Like, and he's just, like, wakes up, he's like, oh, guess I gotta change the sheets again. Is it all over the bed? Oh, we all know this guy. Yeah. No, uh, no it, it just sort of comes, I mean, for this particular, it, this is kind of a bizarre story, but for this particular thing, it went through my, like, pants. I was sleeping in a sleeping bag with, like, a cabin full of children, and one of the kids went to wake me up, and he was about to touch it, and I sort of looked at it, like, what is he about to touch to wake me up? <laughs> And I realized it was my cum. And oh my so I, like, I went, no! <laughs> and I, like, <laughs> just like, 
Instead, you hit the kid. Yeah, I slapped a child so he wouldn't touch man cum. Uh, so I think it I was a good trade-off. Everyone's no, got no. no, they were like six, too. It was like, oh. it, it would have been terrible. Ten would have been Ten's like the age. Six Yeah, girls. ten, they, they understand what's going on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh my I mean, God. that kid now is probably like, that guy fucking came, man. <laughs> that kid is that guy was covered in cum. <laughs> He's like telling people, like, I went to camp once, and the camp counselor one day woke up covered. <laughs> probably smelled it. Like, that thing, if you haven't gone in days, it, like, probably permeated. Days? I, I went months. I went two months Oh, yeah, coming. exactly. It permeated the whole cabin. It was like, it's in your clothes. I that the first like, time he comes. He smells cum, and he's like, Justin? <laughs> I remember the smell. I remember the smell. It reminds me of the summer of 2004. <laughs> oh, man. Um, the bush. I was playing on the radio in Eminem, and, <laughs> <laughs> and the park was full of cum. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, like, the first time I masturbated, I was, like, 19. I was late. Yeah. Wow. I was like, you didn't like hump a pillow, like as I did hump pillows. I did hump pillows as a kid, and like fucking, like the, the fucking table, the sticks of tables. But like the first time I was like, I'm gonna masturbate. I was like 19. Yeah, I did. Oh, you said you were going to, or you didn't just find it, like, like you were looking for something. Women. Oh, so the clitoris is a thing that I grew up in Florida. I did not know anything about clitoral stimulation. This is a lot in the, uh, for a podcast. I no, feel. this is what we talk about every week. I'm not <laughs> unless <laughs> we, we uh, what was I going to say? Unless you're uncomfortable. I don't know. Did you, Allie, did you learn about clitoral stimulation like later? Like I didn't know about it at all. At all. Okay, so here's like I, in my house, like growing up everyone had a tv in their own room so i and at some point i did get cable in my room but like <laughs> i had certain channels i'd find the channels that were like blurred out that were like scrambled yeah scrambled point. Scrambled that's all of us so I found, listening. <laughs> I found um the playboy channel i think and there was like this late night <laughs> show i had been like 13 12 or 13 and like they're like it was some talk show with these like two playmates i guess or like these like women big business they're taking calls and it was the funniest and they were just like talking about like how to masturbate or how to like and i was like watching this all through the scramble and then there would be like other like there'd be like calls that would come in and it, some of them felt like really fake they'd be like oh my god i'm like in front of my boyfriend's big cock and I don't know what to do and they're like you're gonna suck that cock like like oh yeah suck it for us and like it's like like, I'm just turned on looking at it like only one I ever watched was this guy was like my wife is pegging me and it's so good and he was like (laughs) screaming oh my god yeah um a, a friend of mine uh I'm not going to say who it is, obviously. A friend of mine was pegging her husband, and it got to the point where he always wanted to be pegged after a while, and she had to cut him off and be like, listen, I, this mm. is re- really changing our dynamic, and I don't respect you anymore. <laughs> oh, no. 
<laughs> and it's really funny too because she's very like very like free sexually very like open they're both <laughs> experimental about stuff and then it just got to the point where she, she had to be like listen i can't look at you in the eye anymore so yeah he let, would like a cow like every time <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was like really it was, sad yeah that it's is sad funny. but like I, I i i i get both sides i it's sad but also like I, I'm sure when they started off, she wasn't pegging him like once a day. You know what I mean? He's like asking for it again, again. <laughs> it's the only thing that works, baby. Um, are they still together? Yeah, yeah, they're married. Oh, so yeah, they they crossed through that threshold. Yeah, they so took a, a, a they took a vow, Jared. Yeah. Oh, I forget. Sometimes you know when you take a vow and then something comes up, you're just like, nah, never mind. Mm-hmm. Did she put the kibosh on it like completely or is it just like once in a while we can or is it just- I don't know the answer because this was over like a year ago and um I <laughs> it was, uh, this was over a year ago so I, I don't really know the answer what's going on with them anymore but I, I assume it's been either cut down completely or you know a little bit more reasonable like you know I once, once a month once uh once a quarter you know once you open up Pandora's box, there's no closing it. Well, that's for sure. Like if you yeah. go, got to do it three times that week. Yeah. That's not fun. I, I don't like that. But I would be like, hey, maybe let's invest in like anal plugs or, yeah. you know, like the vibrating anal plugs. My calves can't handle it. Like that I understand. My <laughs> fucking ham, hamstrings, what are the, the What are the muscles you work when you fuck someone in the butt? Yeah, like, my glutes can't take it. Anymore. Yeah, it would be like a lot of that's like a new thing for a woman to like. I think it would does a lot on your shoulder right. too. <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's not it's not that taxing. Triceps, you, know. you got you get all of those in there. <laughs> I mean, I it's a full body I, workout, baby. What I I don't know. Women aren't used to that kind of stuff, so I could imagine it's a lot. But like to be like you're cut off from anal play, I'm like that's not fair. She, he was his butt tickled. Yeah. <laughs> she tickled his butt yeah. for him. Have like a, a Revenge of the Nerds situation come where she's like, I'm going to wear a mask and I'm going to fuck you in the ass and then have like her brother come in with the mask on and then just. Yeah. You know, I, yes. I, think you, I, I think you've described You mean crime. rape? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, then he'll, he won't want it as much because. Yeah. If she rapes him? If someone else does. If someone, yeah. yeah, I mean, would it count as her doing it if she has yes. come in? It's, who gets who gets criminally charged? Both. It's oh. part of the conspiracy. It's like if me and you yeah. play oh, yeah. a bank robbery, and if you are the getaway driver and I'm the bank robber, we're both yeah. charged the same. Who goes yeah, to jail no. longer? I, I guess the, the the penis in the butt, but I, I'm not sure. <laughs> is it the person who put the penis in the butt, or is it the person who organized it? Think about that. <laughs> I don't know. I guess we'd have to go to court. Yeah. Have Justin handle I, I, us. Well, I think Charles Manson spent more time in jail than some of his co-conspirators who actually murdered people. Exactly. Like I think so. some got out. Yeah, some got out, and I think they just were like the getaway driver or something. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. yeah. You learn a lot about sex crimes on the Cancel Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys watch I May Destroy You? Maybe that's a good show that you should watch. Jared? My dad watches it, and I just, I, I hear the dialogue in the background, and the show's really well done, 
but the dialogue is like, ugh, this is like the shit you would hear in a beginner screenwriting class. And I think there's something <laughs> good for that. I think that's a good thing that they do that. Like, you it just liked the TV <laughs> show You? <laughs> Wait, like the, the, the internal monologue? Yeah, of I, you? Yeah, it's like a, and you're saying it, that the... the... <laughs> You yeah, like the a YA show, you. <laughs> I gave up TV because the best show on TV has been The Sopranos, and that's why I'm, like, fucking done with it. But I'm saying that was a year ago I watched the first season, and I thought it was okay. But uh, I don't know. There's something about having taken so many shitty beginner screenwriting classes that you can just hear uh, when something sounds, like, trite and overused. I get that. I, I like, that's a thing that I understand, but I also have, like, moved past it because I think for a long time I was, like, pretentious of, like, that's so cliched, but I do think that there's plenty of shows that, like, ride the wave of, like, uh, there's plenty of good shows that, like, ride the wave of, like, this is a little cliched, but we're gonna do something different with it, so, like, yeah. just bear with us, and I think I May Destroy You is so good. It's so well done, and I do think that the dialogue is really good, and it, like, they, uh, well, I, they like really mean it like the acting is the acting sells it uh, but yeah it's a show that I'm like Ugh, I gotta listen to this another one like that is Perry Mason for me like the acting mm. really sells it but just like over the top uh, back the fuck off uh, yawn I don't, watch I don't watch that show but it's on in the Fucking background I'm like this best. is intense like calm the fuck down it's like the OA like it's like the dance of the OA oh I love the dance <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Allie, uh, we do, uh, we're doing the dancing. You're just kind of yeah, dead, like the people in this in the cafeteria. This is a podcast, so what they're doing on this Zoom call <laughs> is they're moving their hands in uh, what can only be described as uh, mime type ways, crappy mime. Flo, can you help me with with this there, dancing? It's, it's kind of like a flowing, like it's like almost like he's leading uh, like an orchestra, but not yes, well. Yes. Or like, uh, it, it's like a Dragon Ball Z character pushing out force. You know yes. what I mean? Yes, yes. It's it's a little bit of like, uh, there's like a lot of pushing. Like Ali's doing a lot of pushing. Mm, yeah, it's kind of seen, interesting. Have you guys seen no. it? No. Okay. Well, do you care if I spoil it? Because like, yeah, sure. I'm not gonna watch it. So We're basically, sure. throughout this whole like season one, I didn't even really watch season two, but the whole season one they're like this woman comes back from being missing or whatever and then she gathers up these like random misfit kids and this one like random teacher from the, their high school and she has them on a mission and like you don't know it. she's like you're gonna help me save people from the other side and it's this weird thing and then at the end like there's a school shooter and all of a sudden they all know like this is the mission it's and you random. find out what they had been learning was this dance and it's this beautiful dance, but it's like, this is absurd. And it stops the school shooter. Or like someone is able to tackle the school shooter. I'm like, I don't know so much if like, this is what the intent was, or if the school shooter thought that it was so fucking weird that he just got stopped <laughs> in his tracks. That's so bizarre. That's okay. so bizarre. It's, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Like, it kind of comes out of nowhere. I don't even know if the school shooter is involved in the show because I've only watched that scene, but it just seems like a straight, like a strange <laughs> occurrence. Um, and they were going to make a, se a second season. Um, they did. They did? It's, do they do the dance again? I don't know. I tried watching it. I didn't even think most of 
those kids were even in it. Like, I just like, don't even know. It's a Jason Bateman show, right? No. Jason Batman. Oh, no, the guy, the director's last name is Batman or something. Oh. Like, that's why. Yeah, you're thinking of Ozark, maybe. Oh, yeah. The OA is the one with the cows. No, that's Okja, a movie by the uh, Korean director. I <laughs> forget it. I don't know Okja. anything. Um, do you guys think? Uh, do you guys? Uh, do you guys do this thing where, like, if your parents recommend a show, you're like, I can't watch that show because these losers like the show. Agreed. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Zark's one of them. Uh, crashing. <laughs> crashing. Oh God. Yeah. Uh huh. They're just like she's oh. just like you. Except uh, I had a therapist uh, suggest the show I'm dying up here and I was like I oh showtime showtime you gotta go to show. a new therapist do you still see that person no I was like yeah. I can't come to this therapist anymore and she <laughs> I was like I don't think and she's like no it's really good you should watch it you should watch the show and I was like mm, I don't I don't want to watch anything about stand-up I, I can't also my sister really wants me to watch uh what's the stand-up show and uh Mrs. Maisel I can't oh, oh. Yeah, it's so funny. Like, I'll watch it, but like, I understand people's problems with it. You're a scab, Allie. Don't give that show any airtime. Like, she's a rich bad. white woman. She's a rich white woman. And also, it's like not stand up, it's monologue. She just monologues and it's, it yeah. self indulgent. I've seen like two episodes and it was some of the worst. Like, I was like, where's the joke? This is like a a, a person just like, doing an audition piece or something i was very confused <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the writer and like, the actor they're both just like fuck yeah i'm doing stand-up it's not stand-up they're monologues get out of here <laughs> i think my problem my problem with it is like i think it's just amy paladine whatever her fucking name is like the like gilmore girls talk the like mm-hmm. Like it just has the same rhythm, which like it's cool you got your stick or whatever, but like that's my problem. I'll tell you the truth. I don't like fast talking, it just goes over my head. I'm more of a visual storyteller. Like I don't need a long (laughs) monologue. I just like, yeah, maybe one line after the thing's done. Like it's just too much. Like I don't need everybody to do a Jim Carrey, like, you know, liar liar monologue. Like a chance. And who could forget that monologue? Oh yeah, you don't you forget the monologue? I said, who could forget the monologue from Liar Liar? Yeah, I can't. I can't. I say. Are you talking about the royal blue pen? No, no. I remember. Talking about the part where he gets pulled over by like the cops, and he's like, "Do you know what you did?" And he's like, "I changed lanes without signaling. I ran a red light. I sped. I went too fast." And uh, and yeah, I don't know. I used I used to do it. I used to do it all the time before I was funny. I would quote old movies from like you know the 90s like as your joke as, as my personality i would just quote yeah that was like i i think a lot of dudes i, I don't know if women did yep. that but a lot of dudes would would just be yeah. like like you know somebody would do something weird in class and then i would just be like oh right <laughs> then <laughs> and people would be like this fucking guy he gets yeah. it he's hilarious in the 90s we would quote like happy gilmore all that mm-hmm. shit yeah, yeah. Oh, do you guys get, like, people from back home who are, like, she's funny, and it's, like, just some fucking bitch, like, being a bitch? Yes! (laughs) I was just Like, she's not. She's uh, just mean. This is just a mean person that you need out of your lives. She's sarcastic like you. I'm like, uh, no, I'm not. I am a kind person. (laughs) She's just a fucking bitter bitch. She's not funny. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, there's this girl from high school. In high school, was in high school, to be fair to her. Um, she had this, like, face when P- Facebook groups were a thing. She had a Facebook group, and she was, like, basically, like, had, I forget what it was, but it was, like, it was just a list of things, and she's, and it, she made it, she didn't give credit to Adam Sandler, but it was written by Adam Sandler, and everyone just, like, thought it was so funny. Everyone's, like, oh, my God, she's so funny, LOL. And then this one guy commented, like, hmm, this thing, this thing, it's interesting. I've heard Adam Sandler say this, like, why wouldn't you credit him? And then she was like, I just assumed people knew that it was written by Adam Sandler. And like, but I was, I was kind of. She should have said, no, I'm going to cut in. She should have been like, information I could have used yesterday. (laughs) 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 But yeah, go on. (laughs) No, I was going to say, I was conflicted because I fucking hated this girl. But like, also the guy who's calling her out was this asshole who was my first kiss who was a total fucking creep so i was like very i was like i'm so for this but i also i'm i if i has to pick i'm on her team not his but probably trying to you know use he was negging her to get in to get into that that's unfortunately all, probably all yeah. used and employed I mean, that's what the internet is now, right? It's like the same, it's like different people saying the same joke over and over again, just like slightly different. And you're just kind of like, okay. And then calling people out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Do you guys remember an instance where you wrote a joke and then you saw somebody else do the same joke? And you, for, and you were convinced that someone stole it from you? Like a dude in Iowa somehow found your shitty little Twitter and was like, yeah, this is where I steal from. Because oh, that, no, that, that happened, happened to, me. to me. That happened to me several times. And then it, I just realized like, oh, for certain topics, there's only like three jokes you can write if you're taking this angle. And I am very yeah. dumb. If I know the person. I was convinced hmm? SNL took one of my jokes. Like, <laughs> like they like took, like Tina Fey like rode around in like a cozy, in a tiny car. And I did like a sketch like that once. But she didn't parallel park the car or any, or, no, she parallel parked the car, but the ending wasn't the same, so I let them go. I didn't sue them. I, you know, <laughs> I Good took for you. Yeah. I yeah, that's mature. Someone, someone took my Me Too story. Whoa. Like, oh I'm, I'm not joking. Like, someone, like, they didn't take it exactly, but they, like, also, this is before Me Too. This is, like, when some comedian, not, uh, well, someone in our commuting community got canceled. Aaron Glazer. I can say his name. Yeah, no one likes him, sure. allegedly. Anyway. Well, I want to put him as one of the tags on this. Um, <laughs> but everyone saw all these women were sort of sharing uh, essentially Me Too stories before the Me Too movement was a thing. And I wrote one about an ex-boyfriend. And the next day, this, this girl had one that felt like the similar cadence. And like, also, it was like, it was also emotional abuse too. It was just like, very similar. Do you think she copied and pasted it and then just like ad-libbed some things in there because it was like a similar type thing? Or do you think she actually just like took your story? She didn't take it, but I don't know. I think she was inspired by me, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I I copy and paste people's stuff 
but that's because I'm an asshole. I, I think she <laughs> might have been coming from a real place <laughs> inspired by your story. I think I do remember that. Like you once wrote an essay and then everybody was writing essays like after that. Like it's weird how if you write an essay on Facebook, people were like, oh, I guess it's the time of the year to feel sorry about myself. And then they'll write a long essay. Like that's why yeah. I did yeah, you've seen a lot of like, this is why I'm leaving New York, or this is why New York is better than ever, or this yeah. is why New York is right in the middle. Mm -hmm. And like everyone's <laughs> writing that essay right now, and it's like, I, I don't care. I don't care. I don't anyone care. Says. Yeah, just like live your life. I don't care about anyone's opinion on New York right now. Especially if you don't live here, just like fuck off and die in a river. I think it's kind of cute how everybody kind of like takes from each other and it gets inspired and like wastes mm -hmm. an hour of their life at least. <laughs> following through with the inspiration i yeah. feel like i have this theory that when after people like type up their long ass facebook post they like take a sip of coffee and they're like and then they like wipe their brow yeah that's exactly what happens and they like smile yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, I, it's something which is like you know what i'm here for like people expressing themselves but man am i not gonna read it <laughs> I will not. I'm not going to. Good. I will skim it at most. Especially Good. if there's no paragraph breaks. That's the trick. I, I use them on like less than four sentences to get people to read it. Also, I've cut down my essays just to get people to read it because people are tired of my bullshit by this point. Yeah, how many yeah. people yeah. blocked you? Uh, how many people have unfriended me? I'm glad it's not like Twitter where you can see who unfollows you and shit. Because, yeah, like, I don't know. I'm like, I hemorrhage people from time to time, depending on the year, depending on the topic. And, you know, that's just the way it goes sometimes. Nobody was built to love the same individual for a lifetime. We're always changing. <laughs> you know, vows get broken, contracts. I, I love I just, all the excuses you make to not get therapy. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, yeah, it's great. You, this whole podcast has been like, no, it's good to hate yourself. It's good to shame. It's good. It's good. People are going to hate you. And it's like, oh boy, you uh, should talk to someone. <laughs> yeah. Every, you per are? every person I meet is my therapist. That's the way oh, I look. God. Yeah. <laughs> and that's truly what, when you said hemorrhaging, you're right. Yeah. I'm a real comedian. All right. I mean, actually, no, I'm not. I think the real comedians get therapists so they can practice their shtick. You know, and that's that's why I'm not where I should be because I don't have a therapist to practice my routine on. Do you know, like um, a lot of the comedy seller uh, comics, like I, I want to say at least six of them go to the same therapist. <laughs> that's like the same club. That's awful. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's pretty bizarre. Talking about. I mean, he must be very good or like yeah. a good laugher or something, but I, I don't know why they would do that. It's weird. That's or they might he might get it a little bit. You know. He might. Yeah, yeah. I I, I had a therapist one time who um she like whenever i'd make a reference to something that's of the last 20 years she'd be like mm. now you say uh snapchat what do you mean by that and so i'd be like uh snapchat's a thing it's a disappearing text and photo uh app can i go on my story and she's like yeah yeah i'm sorry uh, Fine. Okay. You you said voice memo. What do you mean by that? And I'm like, <laughs> you need to. I I'm out. I'm out. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd rather be crazy than speak to you another day. <laughs> How old were they? Uh, she was. I want to say. Yeah, she was 21. <laughs> she was a Mennonite. No, she was uh 
I, she had to be at least 65 or so. Oh my God. I, say yeah. I can see material. that though. Yeah. You get the best material going to therapists. Cause how many times have you heard a comedian be like, so I was talking to my therapist and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, I'm inspired to go, but I mean, maybe if I were on more shows, I would. The thing how, about- <laughs> you're like super minimizing something that's so <laughs> helpful and so incredible into like, oh, it's where I, uh. They just teach you to hate your parents. Like that's no, really, I went to one. <laughs> I went to one and they were like, oh, it looks like you have a complicated relationship with, I'm going to guess your mo- father. Yeah. She just, I mean, it wasn't <laughs> even a she. The only women I, the only therapist I can talk to, I would like to believe is a woman. And the thing is, in hopes that they eventually decide to date me. Like, I think that would be kind of cool. <laughs> oh, my God. My therapist is a man. Yeah. Really? Yeah. How is that? Well, it's funny. Hopefully, he doesn't listen to this. But it's really funny because I, um, when I first started seeing him, I went on Facebook to look up him up. And I saw um, our mutual friend was Ben Cohen. Oh, uh, like our our friend Ben Cohen, bald Ben Cohen. Yeah, and uh, it was so funny because then I, so I told I told the therapist, and I was like, I saw. He's like, Well, what did you find out when you looked me up? And I was like, We have a mutual friend. And he was like, Who? And I was like, Ben Cohen. He's like, Hmm, interesting. Like he just (laughs) that was it. That's all he would say. He didn't add anything. I didn't tell Ben until like a year or so like later but it was it was just a really funny like realization that i don't know you know how did that uh, know him yeah uh, i think he might have been now we all know your therapist i'm gonna look up ben Cohen. i know i don't want to oh, give up too many he was details. dating sasha before ben stole her and that's how you know <laughs> that's how you know him i just want to add though that if you are able to fuck your therapist you have one therapy and you don't need help ever. <laughs> you will need help you yeah will getting over help. the breakup probably but then you fuck the new therapist and then i don't want to know anything about my therapist at all not a thing not an ounce sometimes i ask her how she's doing and i'm like honestly i don't care because i don't want to know anything about you if i know anything about her then i'm gonna want her to like me and i don't and, and then I'm going to have to want to impress her, and I don't want to do that. So I try to, like, super separate myself from her. And I still find myself trying to be, like, a good student in therapy. Yeah. I'm like, well, this week I meditated four times. And it's like, Ugh! you know, <laughs> figuring it out. You can't judge yourself, that's for sure. It seems like you need more help in therapy than I do. I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, this is a voting thing, Justin. Yeah, hands up. If I, I, I think pretty much everyone can be helped by therapy. So I, I think you're avoiding uh, facing your demons. I and face them head on with everyone I meet. That's not true. That's not true. Uh, I had a therapist one time who would end our 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 meet. It's the same one I still go to. She's really nice, but for a while she was ending our meetings like three minutes early, and then like the appointment before mine would extend like an extra like three minutes. And I was like, "What the fuck is this guy saying? That's so interesting that she's late, and she's ending mine early." And then I made it a point to try to come in with like a lot of stuff. So mine would go three minutes late. And uh, I, I'm happy I got to that point. And I've, I, I've shown that I haven't grown at all if I was thinking like that. 
Have you ever felt like, have you ever had weeks where you're like, fuck, I don't have anything. I have yeah. nothing to yeah. provide. Like, yeah. I just, cause I don't want that awkward silence. And now it's over a phone. So it's even more awkward. And you're like, uh, <laughs> then that becomes the therapy in itself. Like, oh, what am I going to say? How am I going to feel bad for myself? Like, how am I going to be introspective? Let the introspection come naturally to the wrong people. Let it just come out and flow. And then push, yeah, like the, the, at the moment you least suspect it, like when you're on a first date and you just start monologuing. Like you are now? Yeah. <laughs> Jared, you ask questions a lot on, on a first date? I try not to. That's mostly where I work <laughs> out my material. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have to though. Chances are, if I'm meeting them, I've asked them a million questions in the app to get to that place where I yeah. can just riff for, about me. Today in their base, spent the whole session psyching myself up to like, yeah, maybe I will start dating soon. Maybe I should. Maybe I should date more. <laughs> Yikes! That was my whole therapy session, and I was like, yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good. And now I'm like, absolutely not. I don't want to do it. I don't want anyone. No. What, because of me? You don't like, because of this conversation? Yeah, it's because of you. I spoke to you, Jared, and I was like, dating sucks. But the thought, <laughs> truly, a little bit, Jared, truly, yeah. Because I do think that sometimes people, like, will monologue, or they, they're, like, bad listeners, or, like, online dating sucks, or they don't really get it, and it's, like, ugh. ugh. Have you had, like, a nightmare first date before? I've had a few. I think I'm really bad at, like, being like sussing out bad situations well, like I feel like this isn't right but I can't like put my nose onto why it's not right until afterwards yeah and so I'll just like stay in situations where I'm like oh this sucks and then afterwards I'm like oh all this person did was talk about their ex the whole time or one time this person just spoke about uh the joker for too long <laughs> I mean, uh, oh no yeah, like he was like an incel or something. <laughs> it was, I flirtedly was like, oh yeah, I can't wait. We should talk about like our fandoms or whatever. And then I was like, I don't care anymore about your theory about the Joker. I am done with what it. What was his theory? <laughs> don't remember. Don't remember. I truly zoned out. But they were just like, oh, it's a, you know, uh, a complicated Character. Like there's an origin story, yeah, about where he got his scars or something. I don't know. We don't have to go into. That. Yeah, of like, I honestly don't remember. It was just like that. How they're like a, a good villain, and they're more oh, complex ugh. than that man. No. Yeah, I, I think Joker is like a subject that all guys can talk indefinitely about. It's like our version of like Selling Sunset or something, or like some <laughs> show that like it's predominantly well, this was like before by women. the mo this was before the movie. Like, uh, this is years ago. You kind of brought it on your, no offense. Whoops. I got to get that out of the vocabulary. <laughs> um, but you saw the Joker movie with him. So how could he not? No, it was before the Joker movie was even, a, like, even oh. maybe they were shooting it. But, like, it, this was, like, three years ago before the Joker movie was a thing. They really, really liked so the Joker he, movie. He was talking about Heath Ledger's Joker? About just different Jokers. Like, different they were Jokers. a fan of the Joker. Yeah. Well, I so I have a question. If you're trying to, you know, you're psyching yourself up to date, like how could you do that right now? Well, that's the thing. We were talking about how it's a lot easier to date. Not a lot easier, but there's a lot of comfort with dating right now because it's like we can do FaceTime uh, dates and it's less pressure and it's more pressure on like 
getting to know each other first and not like immediately getting sexual or whatever <laughs> I say getting sexual like <laughs> yeah <laughs> I clearly have issues where I've like turned off that side of myself and now I'm like I guess I want to open it up again so I don't know it's uh, we're trying I'm trying to figure it out because for a bit I was like I don't want to do this anymore uh it's like a lot of yeah it's just bad for a while I was like I don't like sex with men (laughs) same really bad (laughs) same here no I know you know what I the trick to getting over it is you gotta like increase the age and increase the distance you know you gotta catch her the wire oh on your tinder uh whatever i not necessarily that i haven't been doing it as much because i like got locked into talking to someone and now i just hate them and so i can't even <laughs> i'm not where you are glow i'm just like ugh, i feel like i've given something of myself that i wish i could take back i hope she's yeah. not our only listener she probably i just i can talk about this because there's no way she's made it this far and like that's the times i can't open with talking about stuff like that because she probably does listen and also, she should know that it's like long distance. You should tell work. her. Uh, yeah. I mean, I did by my actions. Don't they speak louder? No. No. My actions the, the, are pretty loud. No, the older you get, the more you realize you'd rather be uncomfortable like in the short term than be uncomfortable in the long term because you, you're not confronting things. I don't know why I'm getting serious with you, Jared, because this is probably a made-up person that you just talked about. But yeah. I, <laughs> I'm just telling you from my own experience, you'd rather yeah. have an awkward conversation up front than, like, not address it and have an awkward conversation. Well, and- I look it's someone way. that Jared groomed three years ago, and now he's stuck <laughs> in this contract. And now she's two. She's 19. Yeah. She's finally 19, and she's no longer a cutie. She's now a, a regular hottie. Well, I think we could end it here. <laughs> <laughs>